Andrea. How y'all doing? Do you know how you think you're going to do something, but then your plans change? And in the end, you realize it's all good. It's all for your best interest that God has a different plan. He might have given you an idea, but it sparked something bigger. Well, that's how this next series is going to be. I'm going to do several podcasts about a peek into my journaling. And it's really going to be more so at this point about when I started journaling when our son Blake was born. I was going to share a story about a lady that stood by me. I was going to, I'm going to do a whole little episode on her. But as I began to read through a journal that I had written, I discovered there was so much more that I wanted to share with you all. These little God stories within Blake's stories and many that I had even forgotten about. And what's really interesting is that many of the people that I write about in this journal some 20 years ago, a lot of them have already passed away, which makes my heart very sad. But it shows, and you're going to hear the stories of the heroes in my life. And so I want to just start off with telling you this. When our son was born, I decided that I wanted to write because I wanted to write my feelings out, the good stuff and the bad. I just started writing it in a notebook and I discovered that I really wanted something special to put all of these little words of joy and heartache into a special book for Blake and for my family down the road to be able to enjoy And little did I know, 20 plus years later, as I'm looking at this today and reading through it, I said, you know, there's a lot here that I need to share. And just maybe it will minister and it will speak to your heart today. And maybe God has something special planned in this series just for someone that's listening. I don't know but I felt compelled to share. One day I was looking for that special journal and I had actually been singing this song from years ago. I want to remind you, this is from years ago because you may not know this song, but it's called In His Time, In His Time. He makes all things beautiful in his time. And it's based on the scripture verse, Ecclesiastes 3.11, that God makes all things beautiful in his time. God had placed that song in my mind one morning when my sister Amy was in town visiting when Blake was first born. And I woke up and that song was in my mind. 
I asked Amy, I said, why do you think that songs just out of the blue come into your mind? And she said, well, I think sometimes that songs are given to you for a reason, for um, helping you through those moments uh, that you're in. And based on this song and this scripture, I really felt like that it was God's way of saying to me that all things will be beautiful in its time. Now, what that beauty looks like may look different than what we see in our own minds. But what I find interesting is when you step back later down the road, you do say, wow, he did make everything beautiful in his time. So I found this journal at one of the shops in the hospital. Eric and I would always be stopping at one of the little gift shops, but we decided to go on the far side of this children's hospital in Dallas. We had never been over to that side. We had never been to this little gift shop. And I was looking at the journals and there it was. It's a little peach striped journal with little clay terrapata cots. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave that in there just for humor. <laughs> no, that would not be a comfortable thing to lay on is a terracotta pot. <laughs> I would not want a cot out of that. Anyway, it's a terracotta flower pot, and it's got these little yellow, pink, and bluish purple flowers. And some of the purple flowers actually look like little hearts, and I never realized that till now. But the scripture verse on there says, God makes all things beautiful in his time. I'll take a picture of that and post that here on this episode. But God did, and he still does, make all things beautiful in his time. And I love this little journal and I pull it out really a lot more often right now, 20 years later. I don't know why that I'm referring to it a lot now. Maybe it's because of some of the stories. So I want to read you one of the little journals that I wrote. And that is going to be what this series is about is reading some of the little things that I have written and then telling you stories surrounding it. So this particular journal today was called Life is a Miracle. Over the past week, God has given me a new way of thinking. God has given me, Eric and Katie, a special gift. and His name is Blake. God has given me a new, refreshed, and unusual kind of a faith, a faith and peace that goes beyond all understanding. The verse that I am claiming and the verse that I claimed all through Blake's life was Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. And when you pray, always give thanks. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. At that time, I wrote, I cannot express how I feel about the people at First Baptist Church, Paris. 
the outpouring love that they show to us has placed me in awe of how God is using them and using their spiritual gifts. I would have to print another pictorial directory to tell you of the many people who have prayed, served, ministered, given, encouraged, and shown kindness to my family. There were very special people that I wanted to thank. And these are the people that I am going to share episodes about. My doctor, Frank White, who delivered Blake. Dr. Tom Cutrell, who took care of Blake. He was the pediatrician. Glenna Ford was a mentor that stood by me. Rod Robertson was a friend of our family, and he did some very special things for our family in the early days of trying to walk through this new experience of having Blake. Arlen and Beverly Vanderwilt, Kenneth and Onita Short, Janice and Lewis Ingram. I have seen so many characteristics of God in these people this week. God has a special crown of jewels for these people when they get to heaven. Every day, we saw little miracles surrounding Blake. He actually cried for the first time, kicked and kicked both legs when they took him off the ventilator. He was taking a pacifier, looking around, grasping people's fingers. He is doing well, as well as could be expected for a little boy born with spina bifida and on a ventilator. He was doing as well and as beautiful as God had laid out the path for the days ahead. People prayed for us all over the world. I know and believe that Blake will be healed in his own way because of First Baptist Church Paris and all of the people who have reached out, who have prayed, who are standing alongside of us. And then I wrote, we will see the miracle of life that God has given to us. So if you could see this journal, there are hundreds of names listed here of people that stopped by and brought us food, that prayed for us, that visited us. And the list is just massive. And it goes on and on. And as I look through this list, there are still people that are still in touch with us. There are people that have passed. It's one of those heartwarming feelings as you look at their names and how God used them to touch our lives. Psalms 1611 says, you have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. These are some of the little notes that I wrote during the early days of Blake. These are some of the scripture verses that I leaned on that are in this journal that helped us as we walked through the early days of Blake's life. As we go through this series, 
I want you to think about the people in your life, maybe someone that has really stood by you or has been there for you when you really didn't know that you were going to need someone. I look forward to sharing the stories in my journal, the stories along the way in the next couple of episodes. I hope you'll join me. Be on the lookout for joy. Bye.